This is the Out and Off Beat Podcast. Hey, hey, oddballs. Welcome to the Odd and Offbeat podcast. Yes, the number one podcast, according to what the barista wrote on your coffee cup. Did you say that to call out your order? <laughs> yes. We have an Americano for the number one podcast in the room. You should do that. We have an Americano for the Odd and Offbeat podcast. There you go. That would be amazing. Some sweet guerrilla marketing. I've done all sorts of names, and it never gets laughs from anybody. Not even the barista ever laughs. Ella used to do ones that were like, you know, when she was little. So she'd be like... Uh, we have a mocha for fart nuts. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> yeah, they Man. never said it. They never would? No. Yeah, that's kind of silly. I always go by, like, I write Jebediah quite a bit. <laughs> Jebediah? Yeah, I don't know why. It's like, <laughs> like, I panic! Like, what's the most Mormon name I can think of? <laughs> oh, Jebediah. That's like, that's like Amish, Yeah. Man. So... <laughs> What makes me laugh a lot is like when they ask my name, I'll say Matt and they'll ask me how to spell it. And <laughs> I mean, it's seriously because I guess they're wondering, is it one T or two? But either way, it sounds the same. So like, yeah. why wouldn't you just write down whatever? You could just write a square and write welcome for all you care. No one knows how to spell Louis. Yeah. So I just say spell it however you can read it. So I know when my coffee's ready. Yeah. God. If it's super hot chick, I say, uh. Your future boyfriend. <laughs> My name is your phone number. <laughs> What's your name? Your future boyfriend. And then when the guy calls it out, <laughs> like, ah, like the sound is nice coming out of your mouth. <laughs> but it's very endearing to other the other lady who's waiting for a coffee. Ah, it's creepy, man. She's it's like, creepy. I'm in. It's I'm creepy in. talk. What's been going on? That I am Matthew Baker, and you spell it with two T's. <laughs> And the man across from me is the jaunty Louis Fox. That's right. I had jaundice once. Turned yellow eyes. Did you have jaunty? No. No. Okay. Isn't that what jaunty? Jaunty is like a- My favorite rapper. Yes. (laughs) Jaunty Smalls. (laughs) (laughs) What's been going on with you, man? Not much. I went with the family to see Jurassic Park in concert. Ooh. Like the actors played music? No, the dinosaurs played music. It's just a band dressed in dino costumes. That'd be amazing. I'd watch that. So it was the Seattle Symphony played the soundtrack to Jurassic Park while you watched the movie. Mm. So they have a cut of the movie that doesn't have the soundtrack in it. Gotcha. And they live play the soundtrack. Uh So it's probably the world's most expensive cover band. Yeah. Do they do like the dinosaur sounds too? No, they don't do the dinosaurs. So those sounds still exist in the movie. Yeah, but there was like a semi-live Foley guy. Yeah, yeah, the sound effect. So he had like chains he rattled every now and then. That was for the Tyrannosaurus Rex? That was just for like when chains were rattled. Oh, (laughs) because was there that many chains are rattled in Jurassic Park that he had to bring them? Yeah, but like they just assume the symphony has a rack of chains this guy can shake. Oh, wow. And so it was pretty good? It was amazing. Was it well attended? Yeah, it was packed. It brings people to the symphony that probably wouldn't normally go. Yeah, totally. So it was like... It's sad that they have to come up with gimmicks to get people (laughs) to come watch chamber music. Yeah, but how many people have... Like, do you have any of that in your cell phone? Chamber music? Yeah. Uh, I do actually. Do you? What do you have? I got like uh, the flight of the bumblebee, the flight or the flight of the Valkyrie. I so got, you have novelty. I have novelty, Jamie. I still have some. <laughs> all right, all right, you get a pass. <laughs> but it's like ladies in like ball gowns, 
and then next to her will be like a dude and a wife beater. Yeah. It was just like the... That's kind of cool. Yeah, it was fun. Um, people are doing all sorts of stuff. You know, you hear people open beers. Oh, really? It was great. That's pretty funny. It's high class and then and low low brow. What I like about Jurassic Park is that you forget that Samuel Jackson is in the movie. When he popped on stage, my daughter's like, is that Samuel Jackson? Yeah, yeah. Wait, your daughter's so young she doesn't even add the L. Yeah. She no. just says, is that Samuel, Samuel Jackson? Jackson. <laughs> Why? She's probably never seen it written. Oh, wow. So if you, Samuel L. Jackson, Samuel Jackson. Mm. Who's the guy in it? The the assigned, the um uh Newman? No, not Newman. Uh I love that Newman's in it. Uh, yeah, he's great in it. Like whatever happened to that guy? I don't know, but it's all like the whole thing's all like he's all just a moving fat joke that yeah. wouldn't, wouldn't play now. Yeah. Um The scientist is you mean the old guy, the creator? No, the young guy. Um Oh, uh Sam Neill. No, 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 the other guy. Uh, he was the fly. Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. So there's a, the meme of Jeff Goldblum that goes around the interwebs where he's kind of like his shirt's open and he's sitting. It's uh, kind of sideways like in a sexy pose. When that scene popped out, the audience went nuts. Really? He got a standing ovation. Really? <laughs> like the orchestra had to stop <laughs> while we all clapped. The guy's rattling the chains. <laughs> it was amazing. I highly recommend seeing these. So what have you been up to? Uh, not much. I just got back from performing at an Elks Lodge. Did you have to become a member? Did yeah, they, that was a little weird. Go, it was like, we're going to take $150 out of your fee to pay for your initiation. Yeah, well, that was my opening line. It was like, okay, who's here to see, who saw this? Because it was at an arts festival. I was like, who's here to see the show? Yay. Who's here just because we you want to infiltrate the secret society <laughs> that is the Elks Lodge? <laughs> I've got way bigger of applause. It was a little weird because I don't, I had never known much about the Elks, but it's kind of an ominous building with like, it was really old. Yeah. And I feel like there was hidden chambers around. Yes. And these, their bathrooms were like the women's bathroom had like a waiting room. Well, the Paramount, because they're, they're, they were lounges. Oh, the Paramount Theater in Seattle. Used to have a ladies lounge. Yeah. So you would go down the stairs to the bathroom. I remember that. And they would have this big yeah. room where you could hang out and then go pee. Yeah. And where the men's room was just like closet just with urinals. urinals. Yeah. But yeah, I was uh, after I did the show because it was sort of an unusual show. I was doing research on it. And how Elks Lodge is super fucked up, man. Is it? Yeah. They're called the Benevolent and Protective Order of the Elks. Yet all these guys, half these guys, how many Elks have they hit in their car? Yeah, right? It was an all-white society up till 1976, and wow. it's still like 94% white. You have to be 21 male of sound mind and body and a U.S. citizen. Okay. You can't be a communist. Okay. <laughs> it says you can't be a member of the Communist Party, and you have to believe in God. Oh, okay. Yeah. I like that you have to be a U.S. citizen. Yeah. Well, I like how it's like, you can't be a communist. It's like, how old is that? Can you still, can you be a member of the Communist Party? Yeah, I didn't even know there was a Communist Party. I even, No one's calling me asking me to donate money to the Communist Party. Yeah, where, where's their robocalls? <laughs> They're seriously lacking. <laughs> What's going on? Where's their super PAC? How come the communists are not fundraising? <laughs> Should be out there. <laughs> yeah, it was just super weird, and uh, yeah, I hope I never have to go back. Well, so what we can do though, there's a brewery chain called McMinimins, mm -hmm. and they just opened the one in Tacoma at the old Elks Hall. Oh, nice. Yeah, and I haven't been yet, but I don't think you have to be a member of the no, Elks you, to go and drink no. beer at the McMinimins. No, but we can go check it out. Okay, because uh, like the one in 
somewhere in Oregon is an old Mason place. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And they have secret door, like secret pathways. Yeah. You can go through. Like you knock on the wall. Man, it's and like then weird. Opens. It's like I just said, like, why would you want to be a member? I mean, I get the idea. Like, I need a place that I can go and socialize and maybe meet people and be engaged in some sort of community-based thing. But I don't know, man. Like, it just seems like a lot of. Sort well, of rigmarole, rigmarole, rigmarole. <laughs> They'll teach you how to pronounce rigmarole. <laughs> well, the, I know a couple people who are artists, and they travel around the country doing art. You'd be familiar with some of their stuff. Um, I don't know if they want this, but they're they're members of, I think, the Elks. Uh-huh. And the reason they're members, they live on Queen Anne. I think it's El- there's that Elks Lodge right there, uh-huh. and they live near it. So they're like, we can go to the bar and pay five dollars for a beer. Or we can go to the Elks and get them for a buck and a half. Yeah, it's like the VA or something. Yeah, and then they can go anywhere in the country that has an Elks Hall and use their membership there. Oh, gotcha. So there's that. Yeah, that makes sense. I understand that. When I was in Skagway. Are they not communists? <laughs> They're definitely not communists. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, and then uh, when I was in Skagway, I met up with the local magician. He took me to the Elks Hall. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so you can you can bring guests. But you're not white. Oh, did, was that, did that create a they, riff? In I, I was, I was a guest and I, and a communist. So. <laughs> and you're not of sound mind and body. <laughs> Definitely not a <of> sound body. <laughs> All right. Well, if you have an Elks Lodge uh, story or knowledge of the inner workings of the Elks, let us know. Yeah. We want to know if you're a member or a uh, parks ranger. <laughs> All right. Let's get to the stories. Let's do it. get to some weird news. This story comes from thespokesman.com. That's a news source more reliable than a Christian haunted house. Do Christians not believe in ghosts? I don't think so. I mean, the Holy Ghost. Oh. <laughs> There's just one ghost in your it's haunted house. A, it's just a really <laughs> spiritual being. Yeah, what is a Christian haunted house like? It's just a bunch of different rooms of people playing Creed music. Yeah. <laughs> Which is probably the scariest haunted house I think ever. <laughs> More people go running out of that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this is uh, I. This story is pretty interesting, and it, it relates to here in Washington, and uh, hopefully soon to be all over the world. It goes human composting as an alternative to burial or cremation signed into law in Washington. That's crazy that this isn't an th- option already yeah that to become soil yeah yeah i i agree it is it's a little unusual well the problem with the cremation process is that it's not fully it's sort of you're turned into like little pebbles or uh, well it's ash and chunks yeah people expect um, it like a fine powder yes and this well we'll get into it what it specifically is but this they've come up with a way that it integrates into the soil a lot better than just throwing your dead loved one's ashes into a pit (laughs) with some old newspaper. So anyways, Washington has become... Can can you put Nana in the yard waste bin? Yeah. Washington has become the first U.S. state to allow human bodies to be turned into compost rather than being buried or cremated. You turn it to, to dirt. Yes. Governor Jay Inslee signed into law a bill making it legal for licensed facilities to offer natural organic 
reduction, which turns a body mixed with substances such as wood chips and straw into soil in a span of just several weeks. I would think natural organic reduction would basically be just throwing Nana in the backyard. You know they're going to offer that at a Jamba Juice soon. (laughs) Would you like that with the natural organic reduction? We have a 55-year-old, we have a 72-year-old, and a 7-year-old. Yeah, you want the, the vitalization oh, of the 7-year-old. You, you want the 7-year-old for sure. Yeah, that's $23, though. The process is based on that of livestock composting, which has been used by farmers for several years. Farmers and the Green River Killer. Yes. <laughs> Washington already has several green cemeteries where people can be buried without embalming caskets or headstones. So my wife and I have, had talked about this, about what we want to do in this is kind of what we want to do like the bury me in the the dead people park yeah which that's got to be the hauntedest park that would be the punishment like hey johnny you didn't do your homework you have to go play in the park well what's great about this is that it uses compost so you can grow stuff in it like yeah. you know it gives a new meaning to this is the family farm <laughs> <laughs> these are my dad's carrots Wow, it tastes a lot like disappointment <laughs> those heirloom tomatoes <laughs> <laughs> those are my mama's greens <laughs> <laughs> One person hoping to profit from the new law is Katina Spade, founder and CEO of the company Recompose. Re- that sounds like the rehab that Britney Spears went to. Recompose. <laughs> <laughs> On its website, it says that our service, Recomposition, gently converts human remains into soil so that we can nourish new life after we die. All right. I kind of like this. I like. I, I mean, I'm curious, though, what the rules are of what you can do with this soil. So can I take the soil home and grow my, like, grow my... Yeah. Can I can I sell it at the Lowe's? I think so. Sell it to Lowe's on the... Yeah. Go, go to the farmer's market and sell... <laughs> this is all locally sourced human soil? <laughs> yeah, I mean, essentially, you know, because they do, when you buy soil, it says what the composition of the soil is, right? For you, it'll be like, well... This guy drank a lot. <laughs> it's 8% barley. <laughs> Ate a lot of donuts. 9% flour. <laughs> yeah. You can essentially grow... Uh, 3% good choices. Yeah. What can you grow out of Louie's body? <laughs> you, I'm definitely probably pretty good for growing yeah. wheat. You can grow hops. <laughs> wheat. <laughs> it's already in me. Uh, you can grow Snickers candy bars <laughs> and cotton candy. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, <laughs> I like how she says our service recomposition gently converts. Like we take a cool eighteen hundred <laughs> degrees Fahrenheit flame, we throw we throw a bunch of sod and peat moss in we there. We massage them with flames. <laughs> gently massage them in this eighteen hundred degree <laughs> oven. Our modular system uses nature's principles to return our bodies to the earth, sequestering carbon and improving soil health. In fact, we've calculated carbon savings over a metric ton per person. Over what is the question? Like, it's not over, once again, over I'm... Over a, a lifespan or... Well, no, uh, over, I'm guessing over burial or whatever. Gotcha. But it still takes more energy to do this than just throwing the person under the tree. Yeah, but if you are cremating them already... Right. So it's it sounds like it's going to use the same sort of technology, but then they're mixing it with trees and yeah, bark, whatever it is. A test on the system was carried out in 2018 on the remains of six terminally ill people who donated their bodies for the research. Uh, Do you want terminally ill soil to grow your shit in? Yeah. I don't know about that. I'm like, this soil has a lifespan. (laughs) That kale gave me cancer. (laughs) That kale expires in three months. (laughs) 
<laughs> the results, according to Lynn Carpenter Boggs, a soil scientist at Washington State University, was clean, rich, odorless soil that passed all federal and state safety guidelines for potentially hazardous pathogens and pollutants such as metals. Wow. Well, in that case, if the government says it's good for me, let's do this. Yeah, you have to remove the steel hip from... <laughs> yeah, all my fillings. <laughs> is... How do you get the, the Teflon that's in my DNA out of me? Yeah, I don't know, man. Human composting is by no means a new phenomenon, although for thousands of years, religious and cultural beliefs in different parts of the world lead to methods for the preservation of the bodies of the departed rather than allowing them to return to nature. I wonder why people don't want the body to return to nature. That's what I want to happen to my body. Yeah. Well, return to nature, or B, if I die before my wife, I'm getting pressed into a diamond? Yeah, I like that. I like getting and, pressed down into a rock. But then, if she ever gets remarried, that has to be in her new wedding ring. Oh, that's brilliant, right? Keep it super creepy. Yeah, keep an eye on the new guy. <laughs> That's my, my mom's. husband is right here. My ex-husband's <laughs> right here. Right here. However, in recent years, concerns over the environmental costs of such practices have led to increased interest in human composting. In Sweden, where it has been legal since 2005, one method used is to freeze-dry the body, then vibrate it gently to shatter into a fine powder that is then placed in a shallow grave and is absorbed into the soil. I like this one better. This seems way more like... That's the gent gently one, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's true, and, and it's good that they're putting the use of those old love motel beds to use. <laughs> have you ever seen one of those in real life? Yeah, I have. <laughs> I think I've seen one I've once. stayed in a room with those before. <laughs> but yeah, so they freeze-dry the person. Freeze-dry, like they, pa they package them up. They're in that like plastic wrap. Yeah. They put the vacuum cleaner on the bag to suck out the air. <laughs> and then they put them and then they vibrate them into a fine powder. That's kind of cool. And it, and if they put it in a box and then if you put that box in your freezer, it keeps it fresh for up to six months. <laughs> you, can use, you can brush your teeth yeah, you with it. Your, you can take out dog throw up. <laughs> they, they'll sell your body to the amusement park to clean up. Who would think my dad is the best way to, to, to clean up dog shit on the rug? <laughs> and to polish brass. <laughs> Uh, so what do we think about this? I'm a fan of non of I think just traditional cemetery burials stupid. Yes, I agree. Uh, I mean, I love going to cemeteries, but I think as a modern practice, it's dumb. It is dumb and it's expensive. And for somebody that might have a hard time, you know, financially, it's that can be a huge burden on it, the family. Exactly. You know, caskets and I mean, which which is a whole nother problematic area where they getting financial gain from people who are in tough spots, you yeah. know, and it's it costs a lot to bury somebody It costs yeah. to to. To find the plot, do the headstone, to get the casket, to have the ceremony. Mm -hmm. Like, it's a huge financial ordeal. Yeah, I just want to, when I die, I just kind of want to ghost the world. Yeah. I want people to go, whatever happened to Louie? Totally. And then be like, he, he died eight years it's ago. It's like what cats do. Like, that's what I want to do. I want to have the cat. I just like, I feel sick. I'm going out in the woods. I'm just going to die. Yep. Get you by coyotes. Yeah. <laughs> well, you've seen that dark tourist, right? The yep. one where they're in the Japanese forest where oh, it's like the one with the, the highest suicide rate where yeah. people just go into this dense forest at the base of Mount Fuji and kill themselves. And there's just bodies yeah they don't even know how many because people just walk in and just die because yep. they get lost it's so dense or i want i want to do that yeah just i'm going to that japanese forest there you go i'm gonna do it, that, I'm gonna do it. that's that's how we know it's when you buy a ticket a plane ticket <laughs> a one-way ticket <laughs> they're like what, what what are you doing here in japan it's uh, either terrorism or suicide forest <laughs> 
Yeah. What do you plan on doing? Well, I'm just going to kill myself. That's all I'm here for. And they're, they're like, so they're like, okay, you're good. Yeah. Should stay. we even stamp your passport? <laughs> do, yeah. Do we need to do that? <laughs> no, I like this as an alternative. And I think more people and more states should adopt this as a practice. Yeah. I think it's good. And of course, Sweden is the first one doing yeah, it. Yeah. Classic Sweden yeah. move. <laughs> we're going to massage your loved one. <laughs> And then we're going to build it, use it to as mortar in our ice hotel. Yes. <laughs> I know. I, I really like this. I'm glad Washington, you know, it's uh, it's a great state to be, to live in, you know, because there's a lot of cutting We're on the forefront of all this hipster crap. Yeah, totally. And there's a picture of a woman in a, in a cemetery holding a pile of what looks like maybe bark, but it is her uncle. <laughs> it's her <laughs> And she looks very happy that she's holding his dead body. <laughs> She's like, this is the creepy uncle. <laughs> oh, my turnips are going to come in good this year. <laughs> the ghost turnips. <laughs> the ghost turnips. <laughs> it only works for growing. The soil's only for growing ghost peppers. <laughs> ghost peppers. <laughs> oh, I like it. All right. Life coaching with Randy. Never trust a grown man that drinks apple juice. news part two this story comes from vapingunderground.com. that's a news source more reliable than my daughter's kindergarten finger paintings appreciating in value <laughs> they might they might yeah. appreciate over time she has a sweet one of uh the turkey hand oh nice yeah and nice. then the um eight five-legged octopus hand now that she's a teenager she just has the middle finger hand yeah, yeah. and then one that's just her looking emotional super sour <laughs> yeah and this comes from the non-vaping news category on Vaping Underground. To get all your underground vaping needs. We had to dig so deep We ended for this story, we ended up in the Vaping Underground. So, story... How do we find this crap? Like, who knew there was an underground vaping who scene? Who knew, man? I, w- I would assume. I mean, the seedy underworld of the vaping world. The uh, dark vaping yeah. web. Story goes... Unclothed man displays more than art in Moscow gallery stroll. Coming from Moscow, a man stripped down to skimpy underwear and took a stroll through Moscow's state Tretyakov gallery on Wednesday evening in what is called an unsanctioned performance, the RIA news agency reported. They say art is best viewed through the naked eye or the naked brown eye. (laughs) Ouch. This was the third incident involving a visitor to one of Russia's leading art galleries in under a year. So they've only had three visitors in the year. Is that what they're saying? (laughs) It's news. We had a visitor last year. Three people visited our art gallery. (laughs) That's a weird sentence. They've had three incidents in three months, though. So because this was at the end of March. So three. Well, but the sentence just reads, this was the third incident involving a visitor to one of Russia's leading art galleries in every year. It doesn't say naked visitor. It doesn't say, you well, know. And like, that's true. Because if you read later, it tells you other. other. It does. But it's just like, 
And in the picture, they have a picture of the man. It is kind of an empty art gallery. <laughs> there, there's a docent in there, and there's a sculpture of a dude. <laughs> Video footage circulating on Russia social media showed a relatively young man with a shaven head and wearing a red G-string walking casually through the museum and stopping in front of a large painting. Do you know what Russian social media is? What? It's just the Orthodox Church. <laughs> the gallery said the performance was staged by modern artists who had left behind small art works in its hall ria reported is that a reference to the dude's junk that he left art behind <laughs> he l- left small, small art. artworks <laughs> <laughs> no artworks or visitors had been threatened by the performance the gallery added because there was no one there <laughs> yeah a few of the religious paintings did blush yeah but uh, <laughs> this is like okay so street art culture is we're in it you put your art on top of other people's art yes so this is just street art, another way influencing mainstream art. Uh-huh. You know, people were like, you know what? I'm going to put my art on top of the uh, Sistine Chapel's ceiling. Yeah. Mostly because people are lazy. Well, and it'd be pretty challenging to get up there. <laughs> Sneak in. <laughs> You'd have to get in and then, you know, get some sort of scaffolding up there. Yeah. You know, uh, I think a lot of uh, street artists have respect for modern art you know you don't hear yeah. like banksy like he know. goes and sprays paints his rat on the mona lisa yeah you know you don't hear that you know but yeah this is kind of cool i mean the guy's just walking around in a g-string that's kind of interesting he's got a nice body too yeah you know? no I, I wouldn't say he's a piece of art though <laughs> the police were now searching for the unclothed performer a source told task news agency well they are assuming that it's a performer i mean i guess it's performance art but he's maybe he's trying to make a statement what happens if he's just like a protester yeah you know i don't know if that's a performer maybe maybe he's just hot yeah maybe he's the russian party boy from jackass (laughs) and instead of party he just looks somber and sad (laughs) he's just enjoying the art (laughs) Can you describe how big the suspect was? Yeah, he's probably about 9 to 10 inches. No, no, he's how tall, man. How tall. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. They're, yeah, like they're assuming it's a performance. This is probably just like Russian fraternity hazing. Oh, uh, yeah, possibly. How come no one stopped him before? Yeah, I mean, the, 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 the guy in the pictures, there's a series of pictures, and he is walking around the art gallery, and he's taking pictures in front of the big pictures. I mean, it's not like... This was like a stripped down, hey, I'm here for three seconds and I'm out. He's like walks around. He wasn't know, the guy at the baseball in. game. Yeah. He wants to show his junk to all the uh, you know, the ladies from the 1700s. He's got soy bomb on his back. <laughs> He's got golden palace on his back. This is the second incident in as many months involving visitors at the gallery and the third since May 2018. Police in January arrested a man caught on camera taking I. Petri Crema a mountain scene painted by Russian landscape artist Arkhip Kundzi in 1908 and leaving with it under his arm. So he just, like, walked up, took it off the wall, and just walked out. That's how you do it. Like a badass. Like you own the joint. Yeah. Well, did I ever tell you about me and the Kenny Rogers gold record? No. I think the statute of limitations may be up. Okay, so. well, let's hear it. So there was a Kenny Rogers roaster was a chain of restaurants that's uh-huh. closed. And on the walls, they had Kenny Rogers gold records. Uh-huh. So me and this dude, Dave, we, we decide we're going to get one. So we go up, we order like, yo, chicken. And it's all like stone kids working behind the counter. Uh-huh. So we just took him off the wall, put him under our arm and walked out. Yeah. I do not have a Kenny Rogers gold <laughs> record. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a diplomatic way? That can't be a real go- Kenny Rogers gold record because if that's a chain, you know. It's, so it says, so it's it's the record for daytime friends and nighttime lovers. Uh-huh. And it's supposedly the record's got the label. Uh-huh. And then it's got presented to Kenny Rogers roasters. <laughs> 
I don't think anyone's missing that. <laughs> I don't think so. I think you're all right. I, I, allegedly, this may, didn't happen. Okay. This is a story. Well, the painting was recovered undamaged, the one that the guy stole off the wall and walked out with. But the incident prompted the Ministry of Culture to order security checks at all of Russia's top museums and Kenny Rogers Roasteries. <laughs> Kenny Rogers. It's huge in Russia. <laughs> the Kenny Rogers Roaster is the David Hasselhoff's chicken joint of Germany. In May last year, a man damaged one of Russia's most famous paintings depicting Tsar Ivan the Terrible cradling his dying son by attacking it with a metal pole after drinking vodka. Or that's just Tuesday in Russia. I know. It's like... I th- that's not news. Isn't all actions in Russia after drinking vodka? <laughs> and usually they involve someone being attacked <laughs> with a metal pole. I like this, man. You know, and you did some additional research on this, and there is no sort of signage or rules that say you have to wear, wear clothes. clothing. So no shirt, no shoes, no pants, no problem. <laughs> exactly. At this Russian art gallery, man. Exactly. I think that's kind of cool. Like, I, I would love to go to an art gallery and everyone has to be naked. Yeah, this, I mean, after it happens three times, it's now a nudist art gallery. Yeah, right? Why not? The Science Center here in Seattle has, they call it Dino Wino, uh-huh. where you if someone talks about dinosaurs and you drink wine. Yeah. You should have a nudie canvas night. Yeah, just... Bl- blank slate night, blank canvas night. Oh, yeah, you can paint it with whatever bodily fluid you want to... <laughs> Is that what you're, I don't know what the blank can. Oh, blank canvas has your body. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> yes. Oh god, I thought you were seeing. We can edit that part out. <laughs> or, or we keep it in. Uh, so, what do we think about this guy? I like that he did it in a respectful way. He wasn't just you know rubbing his balls on paintings. Yes. He showed up, did his thing, wasn't causing a disruption other than what he was wearing. But I think if you wore a shirt that was like... You could wear clothing that would be more offensive yes. than what in which he's doing. Yeah. Yeah. And he looks good, you know, in the red G-string. Yeah, no, I mean, I'll, I'll take another... I'll download it. Yeah, I mean, I, it's already on my phone for, <laughs> if he ever calls. <laughs> Pops up. Yeah. Any any number from Russia, <laughs> area, Russian area code? <laughs> this guy's please, picture. please, fingers crossed. <laughs> this is the one. This is the one. <laughs> Uh, I think I like it. You know, I like performance art. I like people taking risks. I like, you know. I like him supporting the museum. Yeah. This is the most press that museum's had since it opened. Yeah. Can you imagine, like, the cop coming up to him and be like, all right, we're going to need to see see some ID. You're like, hold on. I got (laughs) to dig for it. (laughs) Sorry, it's in my other pants. No, I, I really like this. I like that it's happening in Russia because, you know, in my I've never been there, but in my mind it seems like it's pretty oppressed a yeah. little bit. We yeah. were going to go to Russia. Yeah, I'm still down to go. Matt's like, let's go somewhere. And so we're like, where does Alaska Airlines fly? And he goes, Russia. So we start looking it up, and we can't find any flights because they see service in 97. <laughs> <laughs> because of a naked passenger. <laughs> looking at looking at an art magazine. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I would like to do that. I mean, it is bold because freezing there too, right? And so, I mean, this guy taking risks. Yeah. You know. In communist Russia, <laughs> art watches you. <laughs> See, maybe that's the thing is all the art was viewing him as a statue. Yeah. It's the, the double back, back I, and forth. I like it. I do too. Maybe he's making a protest on there's not enough nudity in this art gallery maybe he's protesting that this art gallery does not have a policy written for its clothing yeah like he was there and there's another naked person and they were like sorry it's not in the policy Mm, yeah so maybe he's just a voyeurist you know he likes to sort of be out there yeah or maybe he has a sensory you know the touch like when you he's he's on he's on molly yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's probably the most likely explanation i think we just cracked it's not really art (laughs) 
<laughs> He's just sweating a lot and everything feels good. Well, I uh, I hope we can uh, read another article about this guy doing something similar. Yeah. In, so cool, nice. I like it. that's it for today folks thanks so much for listening if you get a chance and you want to leave a good review of our podcast on itunes or wherever you're getting your our podcast at we would greatly appreciate it we would love that more than we would love a coffee uh i don't know about that <laughs> i don't need their review to get through my day the rest of the world doesn't suffer when they engage with me if they don't leave a review. That is true. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> I always hate the people who are like, I love coffee, but you shouldn't see me before I've had my coffee. Oh, yeah, stupid. I'm like, you don't love coffee. You have an abusive relationship <laughs> yes, it's, with it's coffee. That's true. <laughs> like, I definitely have an abusive relationship. <laughs> I am like super needy with the coffee. <laughs> So we would love coffee also if you want to do both. Yeah. If you want to buy us coffee. You can leave us a, a, a plug on your favorite coffee shop's Yelp page. Yes, absolutely. Or how about this? You can leave a review and then be part of our Patreon. Oh, even better. And then you're kind of buying us one cup of coffee. There you go. Kind of. Kind of. If you sponsor us for as little as a dollar, that buys us three beans here in Seattle. Yes, it does. So you can go to our Patreon page and we post a a bonus episode once a month and we also send you swag throughout your life to make it more awesome and more weird yes and it makes you a more <laughs> awesome human being yes it does um so where can the fine people see the louis fox show coming up this week uh on june 15th i'll be doing a show at the lake forest park library at 2 p.m. That's in Lake Forest Park, Washington. Doing a bunch of other little local gigs, and I hit the road the next week. Oh, nice, man. And where can they catch uh, Matt Baker? I am performing at a high school grad party at 2 a.m. Can on... just anyone attend? <laughs> I don't know. Why would you want to? It's a dry grad party. Sounds super lame. I never got to go to my high school grad party. These are the worst gigs Because you ever. have to graduate. Yeah, that's true. This gig is at 2 in, in the morning. All right. And so I, you'll be just stumbling out of the bar. I, uh, I You've done these before, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. So I've done only a handful in my career. And when people call for them, I try and talk them out of it. Yeah. Because it's not – my show's not sort of – doesn't embody the spirit in which I think a grad party wants to have. <laughs> you just crap <laughs> on higher learning. <laughs> The juggling was good. The stunts were great. But the whole 90 minutes he talked about higher learning is a sham. <laughs> no, I think it's, uh, it's you know, these kids want to be together and they want to hang out. They don't want to watch me for 45 minutes talk about, you know, my struggles as uh, yeah. you know, a human and the disappointment that I've had in my life, you know. Yeah. Well, they want a hypnotist. Yeah, exactly. And so I always go in with optimism and always leave feeling like shit. Like I, said, I haven't done a ton of these, but I've done a bunch of them. And I've never had one that was a positive experience. Yeah, it's brutal, man. Well, I've made I've had I've made people cry in oh, these shows. Like, yeah, you know, because they they'll start to heckle because they want to impress their friends because they're still in high school. Yeah, but then they realize, oh wow, this guy will 
tear me, yeah, tear me up. You're and like, then, healed all that pain you're heckling. <laughs> it is now redirected. Yeah. Well, then they don't realize like, wow, this is like, uh, this guy is not here to just facilitate yeah. a good time for us. Exactly. He b- took out all his own high school <laughs> pent up regrets and uh, misplaced it on me. They're like, this guy should be at a not dry grad party. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that would be amazing. Uh, so I will be doing that, and uh, I think all of the 16th, of which is Father's Day, I will be probably crying and yeah. drinking myself silly. Nice. So anything? are you going to do anything for Father's Day, which is the 16th? Uh, yeah. Do you do anything? Does your family ever do anything for you? Well, because my birthday is the 17th, yeah. so frequently they fall on the same day. Oh, every, that sucks. So many years. So before we had a kid, the deal was I get two presents whenever they fall on the same day. Nice. No, no one no, BS. Yeah. You can't phone phone it in. Yeah. You don't get a pass. Um, Probably go out to dinner. Nothing Sweet. exciting. Nice. I'll probably clean the shed. You know, what you do on You're going to clean the shed? <laughs> the shed's all my crap. <laughs> all right. So, folks, thanks so much for listening. You can check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and be sure to check out our weekly meme contest where we post a picture and you leave a comment, and the best comment wins some swag. Yeah. And if you get a chance, come on out, check out some of the shows, uh, or come help Louie clean his shed. <laughs> Which will be a good time. <laughs> I guess I should plug my birthday on, yeah. on Monday. Yes. Yeah, so, you know, send Louie a happy birthday. Yeah, come out, kick it, buy me some... Uh, well, Leave me- a comment for our podcast for Louie's birthday. You, you rate my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> and for Father's Day. Yeah. I like how I'm going to benefit from both of those things. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks so much for listening, folks. We hope you have a weird week. We are out. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Odd and Offbeat podcast, because normal is boring. Today's show is sponsored by Dr. Johnson's Beard Oil, keeping the flavor off your saver since 1976.